Hello, Spilling Chai listeners. How is everyone? Welcome to episode 11 of season two of the show, coming to you from Washington, D.C. I'm your host, Anusha Hussain. When we first launched this podcast and we were setting up our social media accounts, on Instagram, I kept finding myself reposting these incredibly colorful, vibrant, and super feminist images with this very cool South Asian vibe. The account was called Colors of Honey, and the artist's work led me down this rabbit hole of Desi artists on Instagram whose talent is not only beautiful, but makes powerful social and political statements. During the Biden-Harris political campaign, Kamala Harris's auntie status, as an elder female authority figure worthy of respect, was not only acknowledged, but elevated to icon status after it made its way onto a sweatshirt as part of an effort targeting South Asian voters. The woman behind that image is Hanifa Abdulhamid, a UX UI designer and a self-described full-time daydreamer who is our guest today on Spilling Chai. Hello and welcome to the show, Hanifa. I am a huge, huge fan of yours on Instagram. But I was I was reading about you. And so you were born in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Then Canada. Before all before settling in the US. Yeah. Tell me more about your childhood growing up all over the world. So I think you read my little bio uh, on my website, probably. Yeah, I, I was born in Saudi Arabia. I lived there for like five years. So I don't remember quite a lot from there. All the stuff that I do remember are things that my parents told me. And I put India there, but I didn't quite live there for too long. I lived there for like, I think a year. It was just like a little time period where we were shifting to Canada. So my parents just like settled there for a bit. And then I moved to Canada. I lived there for five more years. So I remember quite a lot from Canada, actually. I lived in Ottawa specifically. It's like the capital of of Canada. And I remember it snowed a lot and we got super used to the cold. And then we moved to New Jersey where it was a little less cold. And I lived in Edison specifically in New Jersey at first. And then I moved to East Brunswick afterwards. But yeah, in, in Edison, I don't know if you're familiar with New Jersey or Edison. Not really. Not really. Okay. Yeah. It's just, it's uh, known for its Desi population. It's Indian population. (laughs) I think I remember reading like a super racist article about it in Time Magazine once. Oh. Why are all the Indians like coming to Jersey or something like that? But written by, this might have been before your time, but like written by kind of a prominent journalist who pretty much ended his career because then all famous American Indians were like, this article is so racist. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That is so racist. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically we settled there. Fantastic. So is your family Indian Muslim? Yes. My family is Indian Muslim. My, both my parents are from Hyderabad. Yes. Um, and I visit Hyderabad quite often actually. Do you uh, like Hyderabad biryani? I do. I love Hyderabadi biryani. I just don't know how to cook it. So yeah, it's, it's me either. I love biryani and I don't know how to make it, which I actually think is a good thing because then I would just be eating biryani all the time. I don't think that's a problem though. I would love that. (laughs) (laughs) I would love that too. I don't know if my heart, uh, heart valves would. (laughs) So your art could not be more timely, especially with your Kamala Harris images really reaching iconic status. How did that piece, which is now worn on a hoodie, yeah, 
by Mindy Kaling and Mina Harris, amongst many others, take off. I'm talking about, you know, the auntie hair, auntie, <laughs> auntie VP on the hoodies. I just, they are so fantastic. Tell me more about how you came up with that piece. So I definitely can't take credit for all of it. I don't know if you know these two actors, um, Vinny Chipper, I'm probably butchering his last name, and then Nick Dolani. There are two South Asian actors, South Asian American actors, who reached out to me and they had this idea where they wanted to create campaign art to put on um, merchandise. And they had the idea of like, do like vote for auntie so that I could cater to the South Asian community. So I didn't come up with it at all. And so then I took that idea and I ran with it and I started illustrating and we went back and forth, back and forth. And then Mina also came into it, into the picture. And then through Phenomenal, that's where we ended up selling the sweatshirts. Oh, how interesting. So it was a project that ended up going to Mina Harris's Phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. Did they just love the image when you, when you first showed them or did you have to like go into like various reiterations of it? I mean, it was, I think Nick um, and Vinny had reached out to Mina beforehand. I think they wanted to get her approval either way uh, if they were going to put this out. So they got her, got her approval and initially before they even reached out to me, I think. That's what it seemed like at least. And so she was always in the picture. But I mean, it was very iterative though. Like it went back and forth a couple of times. How amazing. How funny that they came with came to you with the with the idea. Yeah. So Instagram plays such a huge role in your work. It seems like I mean you're one of the biggest Desi artists on the platform. I'm always reposting your posts. I mean I actually had to stop reposting your posts <laughs> <laughs> because that's all I was doing. Was this strategic marketing on your part, or was it accidental or natural? Something that just happened. Um, it was definitely natural. That happened. I had this account, like I created this account really long time ago. And I love all sorts of art. I love like photography. I love fashion, like everything. So I just wanted to create like this separate account just to put random things. And I didn't really illustrate on and put my illustrations as many. Only during this pandemic did I like start actually almost like every day I was like illustrating and doing something and putting out there. I didn't think it would take off this much. You didn't think it was going to be as popular as as it's been, huh? Yeah, I just I just wanted to put my work out there. That's that's really it, and I wanted to create something that was my own and separate from work. Yeah. Well, tell me about the name Colors of Honey. What is that? Uh, so my nickname is actually Honey, and I actually had asked my husband to come up with the name. He's a copywriter, so I was like, come up with something creative. And he knew, like, I love colors and I love using it in art um, and clothes, everything. So he's like, what about colors of honey? So that's how it kind of originated. That is so romantic and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love that story. I was not expecting such a such a romance story. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Is he Indian as well? He is, yeah. I love that you're like, he's a copywriter. So I just told him to come up with something. Yeah, I was like, you're going to come up with something creative. Just do it. I actually rely on my husband a lot. Whenever I'm starting any kind of new venture, he is the best person to kind of brainstorm ideas with. And I always, and he's he's very active in the tech space as well, but he always comes up with some of the best ideas I actually have are his. Yeah, yeah, me too, actually. A lot of the things that I write, especially my captions, I like 
I run it by him. I'm like, is the grammar okay? Is everything okay? Just read it to me. And sometimes he even writes it. I, I do give him credit whenever he does write it. <laughs> Fantastic. So was it really quarantine that made you kind of focus on your own art? Because you are a digital designer. Like this is what you do. The art seems to be your passion project on the side, but you have like a day job, correct? Yeah, I do have a day job. I'm a UI UX designer at IBM. So I like design websites and apps. There's more to it than when I say design, but yeah, that's essentially it, I guess. And then, yeah, this is my passion project. It's just like, I want to, I've, I've always loved drawing and illustrating in general. And my day job, I obviously don't illustrate. Um, so yeah, wanted to do this on the side. Do you think you will ever do a, do a kind of switch of your roles and do this full time? Possibly if it becomes big enough, I guess. How exciting. Well, let me tell you, you know, the famous quote, don't quit your day job. I think maybe you should quit your day job. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I love how feminist and beautiful and political and honest your artwork is. I mean, I was trying to choose like some of my favorite ones. I can't even, now that I have you on the phone, I'll let me pull them up. Um, the one of the bride with the lock around her saying soul to future husband. And then I love, I love the one. Oh my goodness. This was, I actually wrote about this. My article about this was, was on CNN about when they came after the international student visas and you did that one of that girl coming out of the baby taxi. And it says, one-way trip to uncertainty and, and chaos served with ice. I loved that so much. It broke my heart. And then I love the palms, the open palms for I Can't Breathe. I mean, I can't, I, everybody who's listening to this, just go onto Colors of Honey Instagram because the art is just breathtaking. What inspires you to do the work that you do? I guess there's a lot of things that inspire me. I mean, the topics are based upon, like, I guess my own life things I've gone through, things that like my family and friends have gone through. I have a list of like just topics that come to my mind. Like when I'm talking to a person or anything, like I have a list going on in my phone. It's a huge list now because I just don't have time to create all of that. But anyway, um, I have that list going on. And then other things that I guess inspire me, I've always been into fashion. I wanted to be a fashion designer actually. So I love everything to do with fashion, like textiles, patterns, colors. Yeah. Uh, So fashion. And then there's a lot of artists that inspire me as well. Like I really like Emma Fussain. I like Frida Kahlo. Yeah. And then designers as well, like Valentino. So yeah, just like a whole bunch of things inspire me. I love the colors, the colors in your work, really. Now I know why it's colors of honey. So you wrote And I quote, now picture this, all boys are given a curfew of 6 p.m. by the government, whereas all the girls can go out and roam the streets at whatever hour because anyway, quote, girls mature faster than boys and therefore should have more freedom. And boys will obviously be boys, so they cannot be trusted. Imagine how many innocent females we would save. Imagine how many families' reputations we would save. Imagine how many boys we would save from raping women. So I am a huge feminist. I'm kind of like just a raging feminist. Yeah, I'm a raging feminist too. (laughs) That's fantastic. Well, I hear that. I hear the voice of a feminist warrior in your writing. Who are some of your biggest feminist influences in your life? I would say my mom is one of my biggest feminist influences. I guess just like her background, 
like her childhood and all the stories that she's told me it's just like she's was able to like conquer all of that and create something like even better of herself so it's just like it's very inspiring was there anybody else like your aunts i feel like i mean i'm from bangladesh that's where i was born and raised and my mom is such a huge feminist influence in my life and i just sometimes think god would we have survived like the kind of stuff they had to just like endure and go through. And I just, I think like my mom and like her sisters and just, I just feel like they see women are so strong. Like we should really flip everything back home, right? Like if I feel like they see men <laughs> just need to move to the side. And I just feel like South Asian women, I mean, they're so strong. They're so bold. And we just, I just and the men get everything just because they're born with a penis. I, I completely agree. I feel like my mom, seeing my mom, I see her like juggle so many things. And it's just like, like cannot possibly imagine myself doing all of that. Like she works and then she comes home. She takes care of like the kids. She takes care of all of the household chores. And it's just like so inspiring. And she's like amazing at her job. And she's very passionate about like fitness. She's passionate about feminism. And it's just like a lot of things. So it's very inspirational. Does she love your artwork? Does she just love it? Yeah, of course. She loves it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's so sweet. So what are you working on now? What's making you want to spill the chai? I have a lot of, I guess, big projects, personal projects I'm working on. There's a lot of other projects too that I'm working on. There's a running project where I create art for a podcast as well. I wanted to ask you, are you for hire? Do you do that? Is that something that you do? I do take commission work, but it's it's like I have to take limited amount because I just can't like I still want to create art for myself and I have this full-time job so I can't completely overwhelm myself. But if not for a podcast, like how how does somebody commission work from you? Like do you, do I give you the idea? Do you come up with the idea? What does someone do to get a Hanifa, a Colors of Honey original? I mean, it depends on I guess the client, the work. Uh, I love projects where they just tell me to come up with the idea because I would rather do that because then it's my imagination. I, I like I like coming up with the idea more than I just like executing it. So I guess this has to do with my day job where I'm like mostly executing and I'm not actually coming up with the idea. Yeah, so you like to be as creative as possible. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What are you most excited about that you have kind of brewing? A project that's going to be out in the world soon, let's say, or, or a piece that you're working on. Okay, so a piece that I'm working on, like I'm literally actually working on this. I was working on it like a few minutes back. Uh, I, I mean, as you know, I love fashion. So I watched this movie, um, Job We Met, and I heard this quote. It was, uh, I'm definitely butchering my Hindi because it has an accent. Um, it happened. But... <laughs> But anyway, the quote itself, it just like kind of triggered me. I've heard it in other places too. And I've heard a lot of people use that where like a girl, an alone girl is like an open, like she's like a treasure box, like an open treasure box or something. That's what it's supposed to um, mean. And it, it was just like so triggering. And I was like, oh my God, I hate this quote so much. So I'm creating art around that. Kind of stuff that that leads to such cruel like violence against women and just murder of women. I don't want to use the term like honor killings, but that whole idea, right? That your family's honor kind of rests on 
on the women in your family and their behavior is just yeah. setting women yeah. up to basically, God forbid you have any kind of sexual encounter or desire or you're raped, Yeah, you know, it will all be, I totally understand why it's triggering to you because it rightfully is. Yeah. So what does Kamala Harris being vice president mean to you? You know, I mean, there's so much empowerment of women of color in your in your art. What does it mean to you to have a half Desi woman, a woman up there? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty inspirational in general. Like a lot of, I mean, we haven't had a female as a vice president, which is so astonishing. And then it's a female, and she's like half South Asian, and it's like, and she's black. So it's just like it's crazy, like how we're breaking all of these stereotypes. Yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty inspirational and really paving path for girls in general. I, I saw this art and I, I just loved it. I forgot who the artist was, but they painted like a, a, a little girl watching TV with like Kamala Harris, like giving her speech and this girl, little girl like kind of reaching out towards her. And it was just like, oh my God, this just, this is everything. Yeah, it captures everything. I saw a picture uh, like that of this little girl watching. I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to DM it to you on on Insta. But this little girl, she must have been like two or three. She was like on the edge of her sofa watching the TV with Kamala Harris on it and freaking out. And the expression on her face was the joy I feel like all brown girls feel when they when they see her. It's like the ultimate representation for her to become the second most powerful person in, in U.S. government. Well, Hanifa, thank you so much for your time. Well, have a good evening. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. When I look through the work of this amazing new South Asian generation's art, I feel so seen. I love knowing that my two young girls will be growing up seeing themselves so represented from the U.S. vice president to the art on social media. It's so nice to see our culture be represented by us and not fetishized, finally. If you enjoyed this episode of Spilling Chai, don't forget to subscribe and review us. We are on all major streaming apps, and we are also now on YouTube. So for those of you who prefer to listen to podcasts on there, check us out and subscribe to our channel. And until next time, let's keep brewing the chai. Chai.